the country wants to be open. Our people want it to be open, and they want it, they want, they're raring to go. Struggling Americans are going to go to their mailboxes and find four-figure checks to help with their bills. Why? Because the Senate stepped up. Economic help could be on the way soon, but what exactly will the $2 trillion coronavirus stimulus package do once it's put into action? Welcome to our ABC 10 News Coronavirus Impact Podcast. I'm Ben Higgins, and we're looking at the different ways the ongoing pandemic is having an effect on our community. In just a moment, I'll be chatting with a labor and employment attorney with answers to some of your pressing questions about potential $1,200 checks for most taxpayers and other provisions agreed upon by senators today. First, though, a look at some of the top coronavirus headlines for Wednesday, March 25th. The number of confirmed COVID-19 cases in San Diego County now stands at 277. That's a day-to-day increase of more than 50. Officials continue to warn that the actual number is likely 10 times higher due to a lack of testing in patients with mild symptoms. Governor Gavin Newsom spoke to the state just before 1 o'clock today. He talked about coming to an agreement with four major banks to help homeowners struggling to pay their mortgages. Some 200 state chartered banks and credit unions have committed to the state of California uh, that they will provide forbearance, forbearance on foreclosures and on mortgage payments. That is significant. But the nation's bank, we were encouraged to do the same. Uh, and I'm very pleased uh, that Wells Fargo, U.S. Bank, uh, City, and J.P. Morgan Chase uh, have all agreed to 90-day a waiver of payments for those that have been impacted by COVID-19. And that's an important point to make. Uh, it is significant uh, that we have some consistency. It's significant that we don't have a patchwork one bank to another. That's what happened in 2008. Credit unions doing one thing, banks doing another, state banks doing something altogether different. So we wanted to engage our nation's largest banks uh, and see if we would create some continuity, some consistency across their ranks. And four of the five largest institutions committed to just that, that 90-day. Unfortunately, Bank of America did not publicly commit to that. They just committed to 30 days. I hope they will reconsider and join uh, those other banks uh, that are willing to do the right thing by at least extending that commitment uh, to their customers uh, for 90 days. Newsom says there have been 1 million unemployment claims filed in the state since March 13th. As the pandemic intensifies, the World Health Organization is warning countries against lifting lockdowns too early. The director general of the WHO says the last thing any country needs is to open schools and businesses only to be forced to close them again because of a resurgence. Americans strongly disagree with President Trump's goal of opening up the country in the next few weeks. In our scientific nationwide 10 News Union Tribune poll, 79% say flattening the curve is most important compared to 16% who say putting Americans back to work should take priority. San Diego State today reported its first positive test for the COVID-19 virus. 10 News reporter Laura Acevedo uh, was covering that story today. Laura, what do we know about the person infected at San Diego State? 
Hi, Ben. Well, that announcement was made um, in an email sent to the entire campus. Now, university officials say that the employee is at home and is recovering. That employee had not been on campus for nearly two weeks, except for one brief time on March 17th. Now, students um, that I spoke to say they wish the university had specified where that employee had been that one time that they were on campus on March 17th. Uh, but the university did say that the people that were in contact with that person that day have already been uh, received communication from the university and given proper guidance on how or, or what procedures they need to move forward with. But again, that employee is at home, is recovering, had not been on campus for two weeks. But again, um, something alarming for students to hear that someone on their campus has tested positive for the virus. Laura, students, of course, have mostly cleared out and are learning at a distance. What additional measures are San Diego State taking now uh, in light of this new positive test? Well, the campus is a ghost town. I received several videos from students today, and basically there's nobody there. Um, in addition to online learning, all events for the remainder of the year uh, school year have been canceled. This includes graduation. So graduation has been moved to December for those senior students that were scheduled to graduate at the end of the semester. So any events for the remainder of the school year have been moved virtual or they have been canceled altogether. Laura, thank you so much. Appreciate your time. Thanks, Ben. Chef Floyd Cardos, winner of Top Chef Masters, has died of coronavirus. Bravo TV called Cardoz an inspiration to chefs around the world. Cardoz was first admitted to the hospital with a fever last Wednesday, then tested positive for COVID-19. He owns several restaurants in New York City and India. He was 59 years old. One of the county's best-known resorts is temporarily closing. The Omni La Costa Resort and Spa announced online it's suspending operations through May 31st because of coronavirus. If you have a reservation for the La Costa Resort during the closure, Omni will return your deposit. Well, a deal in the Senate has the largest economic stimulus package in U.S. history close to reality. But the mega bill has left San Diegans with a lot of questions about what exactly they'll be seeing in the coming weeks. And joining me today to answer some of those questions, a labor and employment attorney from Cozen O'Connor, David Barron, is my guest. David, uh, it's a long bill. There's a lot of questions out there, and I appreciate you trying to sort some things out for our, our viewers and listeners. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for being here. I think one of the first questions everyone wants to know, is this going to help me? Now, that's a wide-ranging question, but take an average American worker, maybe someone living here in San Diego, uh, they just got laid off from their job at a restaurant. They were waiting tables, no tables to wait right now. Is this going to help someone like that? Sure. I mean, there's there's several buckets here of help. I mean, one is obviously the unemployment piece for that person who was laid off. Um, you know, Congress has called this unemployment on steroids. So what we've seen is things like waiver of the, the waiting periods for people will be immediately um, able to receive unemployment benefits. There's going to be a boost for um, unemployment benefits. So for example, in many states, unemployment ranges for around 500 bucks a week. This is gonna add temporarily an extra up to $600 a week. So basically double unemployment um, for, for about uh, you know, a short period of time. So that, that's big. Um, there's protections here for gig economy workers, for independent contractors, Uber drivers, and folks like that who normally wouldn't be eligible for unemployment. You know, so, so 
be able to collect unemployment as well. So on the unemployment piece, there, there's a lot of help here. What about the uh, the big picture questions? A lot of people wanted to know, um, is this a bailout to major industries? Is this is this money just going to giant corporations? Is it going more toward individuals? Where did they kind of settle on that debate that we saw going on in Congress? Yeah, there's, there's kind of something for everybody here. Uh, much of it is aimed at smaller businesses. There's forgivable loans for uh, for companies that keep employees on their payroll. So, you know, small small businesses, and basically that's defined as under 500 employees, will be able to temporarily take out a loan. Um, and then if they meet certain requirements, they'll be able to uh, effectively have the federal government pick up their payroll for a short period of time. So that that's big. Um, the, the law was changed in some of the later drafts to recognize the fact that they took a long time to put this together and people many, many businesses have already laid off employees. So they would have the ability to hire those folks back and then pay them um, until the crisis is passed. And then all of that um, within some limits would be able to be a forgivable loan. So that, that's pretty big. Um, you know, there's also other, there are some bailouts for the, you know, the airlines and certain industries there. And there are um, provisions for more traditional loans to businesses um, with interest and those types of things. And those carry some strings. There's definitely some strings in there. In general, um, will people need to do anything in order to get help? Do they have to apply or will checks just come in the mail as we've seen uh, with previous uh, economic stimulus packages? Yeah. So for the individual checks, they should just sort of come in the mail. Uh, you know, there's, there's going to be checks here, um, $1,200 for individuals, and then effectively double that for, for families. And then there's a Five hundred dollar for for dependents. So depending on your income level, um, you know the, the way this is set up. And again, I don't know how long it's going to take. And there's a lot of debate about, you know, is this going to be a two week, a four week, or you know, how, how fast can the federal government get these checks out? But um, if you filed a tax return, even if you had no income or on Social Security, um, if you're within those income guidelines, uh, they're going they're going to try to get either checks or direct deposits to people as fast as they can. Now, will I have to pay back that money later? Will I be taxed on that money? How, what do I have to do once that check comes? Yeah, so uh, the way I read the bill is that's effectively just free money, right? So um, that, that's the way it's structured right now. Um, in terms of the different key areas of the country, here in San Diego, obviously, $1,200 may not even cover a family's rent, uh, whereas in another part of the country, that might be a, a, a good chunk of money. Is there any discrepancies between where you live or anything like that? No, yeah, there's no cost of living adjustment for uh, you know, small towns versus the, the, the big cities. No, unfortunately not. All right, so the big question, in the future, how are we going to pay for it? Is this just uh, adding to the national debt that's going up and up that we hear about every single year? Are there going to be consequences in the future to sending out all this cash? Yeah, that, that's a very good question. I, I think right now people just aren't worried about that. I think the the uh, the concern is just helping the folks that have been laid off and been affected by this. Obviously, at some point, um, you know, you can only print money for so long. Uh, you know, it's it's amazing to see Republicans all of a sudden, you know, arguing for trillions of dollars in in federal funds, and it's 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 kind of an amazing thing. But um, you know, no one knows, and uh, this is an unprecedented amount of money. I mean, we've never seen anything like this in the history of our country. In your opinion, I mean, is this going to be enough to help withstand the obvious economic impacts of, of keeping so many people at home, so many people out of work? Is this going to be enough to get us to the finish line, wherever that finish line may be? 
I sure hope so. Um, you know, I think everybody wants this to be over with as fast as possible. I know the president's talking about, you know, everybody's going to be back to work by Easter. Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, that, that seems optimistic to me. Uh, you know, this is a pretty aggressive bill. I mean, there's a lot in here for, to help people for, you know, a, a month or two, maybe three. Uh, if this thing goes, you know, six months, 12 months, you know, I, I think there we may have to reconsider, but I, I think this is probably going to buy the time for the next few months and get us to summer. And then there'll probably be some sort of reassessment as to whether we need to do more. Have you heard about anything in there that seems unexpected? I know these giant bills sometimes get things added on. Uh, what are some of maybe some of the unusual provisions that were in there? Um, there was a lot of things in the earlier drafts that were, you know, uh, global warming and, you know, environmental issues and things like that, that, that were taken out. So much of that stuff got taken out. You know, it, it, it's a very long bill. I mean, I've gone through it several times and, you know, nothing really jumps out at me um, as just obvious pork. I think, I think people really tried to do the best they could at the last, it took a while. It did take a while, but uh, I think the final bill that we got, you know, is really pretty focused. Well, David, it's a fantastic perspective. I, I know a lot of people had questions. I think he answered a lot of them. Really appreciate you, you sitting down with us for a few minutes and taking the time. Thank you. Thanks. Finally, it's my goal to wrap up our podcast with a little good news, even if it may seem hard to come by at times. This one's for coffee lovers like me. Starbucks is offering free coffee for workers who are fighting the coronavirus pandemic. Starting today, anyone who identifies as a frontline responder can get a free hot or cold tall brewed coffee. The offer is for police officers, firefighters, healthcare workers, and medical researchers. Starbucks is also donating $500,000 to two organizations supporting those groups. The offer runs through May 3rd. Each day, look to 10news.com and our social media channels for new coronavirus impact podcasts. And make sure to download the 10 News app for all of today's important stories, along with reports you'll only see on 10 News. As always, it's available to download for free at the App Store. That'll do it for today. I'm Ben Higgins. And remember, we're all in this together. 